And we are set to go, and hockey has arrived in the Sunshine State. With a shot, he Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. How's everybody doing? Happy Tuesday. We are coming to you. We're recording this actually a little bit before game time, about 7.30 p.m. Uh, game tonight against Nashville is at 8 o'clock, of course. So coming a little bit later. Uh, any of our regular listeners know that we have we, we have made it a habit at some times during the season to do kind of these late shows where I have affectionately called them fire night, fireside chats. Uh, you call them whatever you want. Uh, all the, but the most important thing is, is that we remind you to like, and subscribe to this podcast. Please give us a follow on and wherever these podcasts are available. I mean, they're available all over the place. So, uh, whatever platform you choose to listen to them, Go ahead, give us a follow, give us a review, give us five stars. really helps us out uh, immensely uh, down the road and, and gives us the ability to do uh, more with the show as we go along. So on today's show, uh, obviously we're going to preview tonight's game at the end, but really what I want to get into, we didn't get into the uh, what the Lightning did at the trade deadline yesterday, uh, the moves they made, the moves that maybe they should have made. Uh, they didn't really have much options to really do much. Uh, what they really had to do was just address the defensive issue that has seemed to have been going on all season somewhat. And what I mean by that is that they haven't really had that depth that they had last season coming into this season. Of course, with the departure of Zach Bogosian, um, they kind of had sort of, they, they didn't have that safety net. That, that we saw them have during the playoffs last year. Uh, so they went out. They made probably the best move that they could have made at the time, and that was acquiring David Savard in a three-team trade with Columbus and Detroit, in which basically the Lightning are getting Savard for free. And what I mean by that, obviously, you know, the Lightning had to give up draft picks, but they're not paying him. Columbus is retaining 50% of his contract and Detroit gets the other 50. So, um, and that is really to fill in for John Ruda, who is on long-term injured reserve. And it looks like Savard, all signs are pointing to him. Gonna He's going to start on the first line uh, tonight again with uh, Victor Hedman. That was kind of just expected. Uh, would like to see how those two gel together. And I think uh, once they get on the same page, uh, it'll take a couple of shifts, if not if they haven't already. He's been practicing the last couple of days, so that's going to be interesting uh, to see how fast the chemistry flows between those two. Uh, that's going to be a, a, a huge line, huge defensive pairing that the Lightning will have go, going into the playoffs. So... 
And, and as well as the Lightning also acquired uh, Frederick Clayson. That's how you pronounce it. I don't remember how I pronounced it on yesterday's show, but he is going to be on the taxi squad. He is going to be sort of a, just a, I guess the safety net, uh, as where David Savard is now one of the number one guys on this team. Um, and hopefully the Lightning don't have to use too much of him. If they do, that means that um, most likely uh, the case would be the fact that uh, someone's hurt, and you definitely don't want to have that uh, going into the playoffs. So the defensive pairings, as they are, is Hedman Savard, McDonough Chernak, Sergachev, and Thomas. Uh, I like Ben Thomas. He's a, he's a good player. We spoke about him on yesterday's show somewhat. Uh, I think that the playoff going into the playoffs, especially with some of these young players like Ben Thomas, like Ross Colton, I think this is going to be huge for them. And we saw it last season with Mikhail Sergachev. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens when John Ruda comes back. Uh, he His expected return, though, is going to be April 25th uh, with a lower... Body obviously it was a lower body injury. That's all the information we really got. But I, I if I were the Lightning, and given John Ruta's past injury history, I would just I wouldn't rush him back at all. I think if this team is playing well enough, I I think if the defensive cores are playing well enough to where they're winning games and you're you're confident enough that Ben Thomas is the guy on that third line pairing to where you could trust him in big situations down the stretch in the playoffs, then there's no reason to really have Ruda. I think that you would just move him to the taxi squad at that point for the playoffs. And I know he's a veteran, and I know he he makes a good chunk of money. But the fact of the matter is, is that, and I was talking to someone about this the other night, was... You can't, you can't trust the guy to stay healthy at all. Uh, it, it it has been really just, it, it has been super frustrating to see him just come back, play a couple of games, and then just go down once again. Not too long after, uh, and, and that's the thing. He, you're paying the guy so much money, and he could barely stay on the ice. And I I don't want to see it anymore. I'm kind of I'm kind of done. Uh, so just kind of look at his last two seasons, last two full seasons, quote unquote, and it seems like the 33 game mark is really where afterwards he breaks down. Um, and he hasn't really done much of anything. He has, he has played a lot better this season. Uh, if, I I mean, if you look at his point totals, uh, it, it really doesn't matter. He, uh, he has eight this year, whereas opposed to last season seven. So it's he's clearly not on this team to score points. He's on this team to to be a lockdown defender. Uh, his plus minus is at thirteen this year, so that is good. That is a good sign. Um, but if Ben Thomas and I stated this early on in the season, the Lightning should maybe start looking towards the idea of shedding some some contracts. And just starting to rely on the young guys that they have waiting the wings. Uh, and really what I would like to see the Lightning do this offseason, if possible, or even at the draft, because the Lightning don't, they, they really don't have uh, 
much to work with going into the draft this season. Um, if, if you if you look at uh, their their draft picks for this upcoming draft, they traded away their one, they traded away their two. They have a three, they have a five, six, th- and three sevens, which is wild. So, really, what you hope is that seven, one of those sevens is from New Jersey. So, you would hopefully, you know, you get something very early on in the seventh. But if you could trade John Ruda in the offseason to where you could get maybe a second or maybe another <clears throat> another third, excuse me. I wouldn't be mad about that at all. I, I think that was that's the best way to go. The issue is, of course, that he is 30 years old. He's barely played in the last two seasons, and he's making $1,300 million. 1.3 of uh, next season. And I don't know which team or, yeah, which team out there is really going to be willing to trade you a three or a four for that kind of player. If John Ruda was a, I guess we could say, if John Ruda would have played 49 games this year, okay, then we could maybe stretch that to a three. But still, that, that, that is a very unless the Lightning are going to give more in that trade as well. Uh, I can't see that being a realistic possibility, but uh, I would like to see the Lightning if this situation does work out. I would love to see them re-sign Savard, uh, trade away Ruda, and I think the defensive pairings would be fine going forward because really. A bulkier money would be going to Victor Hedman and Ryan McDonough. I don't know what kind of money David Savard is looking for going into next season, but uh, he's been having a great season thus far, and and I would love to see them sign that guy to be to kind of solidify uh, that top pairing alongside Victor Hedman. So if you look at David Savard, for those of you who really don't know too much about David Savard, he's played five hundred ninety-seven games in 10 years in the NHL he's got 41 goals uh and 166 points with a plus minus of 331 so he's gonna get you some points he's not gonna get you a lot his career high in points in the season is 36 his career high in goals is 11 so he's he's not on the ice to to score he's gonna set up some opportunities and maybe with this Lightning team, uh, he'll his numbers might go up a little bit. Uh, I wouldn't expect them to skyrocket. But really what it comes down to it is that the Lightning need to start making moves. And obviously they can't anymore because it's a trade deadline's over. But going into this offseason is going to be very crucial for them with the cap space and all that stuff because they have really handcuffed themselves uh, with all these contracts that they have, granted, they who would have foreseen this kind of situation? I wouldn't have. Nobody did. Uh, you can't really plan for a uh, a worldwide pandemic in which the league does not move up the cap. So we'll get into all the other stuff that uh, the Lightning could have done, maybe could have done. Uh, really, 
you know, only at this point, Lightning fans could only dream about some of the things they might could have, they could have done if they had the money at the trade deadline. But really, um, this was, like I said before, the best deal that the Lightning could have made uh, with what the cap space was giving them. We'll talk about that just a little bit. But first, let's talk about one of today's sponsors, and that is rockauto.com. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto part customers online for the last 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your car or truck at, with the specifications and the brands you prefer. Best of all, the rockauto.com uh, rock is always reliably low and same for the professionals and the do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Go to rockauto.com. Alrighty, so we are back. We, uh, we are back kind of reviewing the whole trade deadline, uh, what the Lightning did. Who is David Savard, for those of you who are not really familiar with him? Uh, you should be, because the Lightning have has played against him quite a bit over the last ye- couple of years. Uh, David Savard, of course, a member of the Columbus Blue Jackets for his entire tenure here in the NHL. So the Lightning have seen a ton of David Savard over his entire career, uh, especially in, you know, these two last infamous um, playoff series, especially the one a couple of years back. So, uh, yeah, we already spoke about, <clears throat> excuse me, how he's, what he's going to bring to the team. He's going to jump on to the first line pairing with Victor Hedman. Um, so it, it this is going to be a good, very good line. I would expect... Uh, the team to kind of look a little bit different in terms of the way they play, especially with that line out there. I think that this is really going to help Victor ba- Victor a ton. I don't think we're going to see as much of what we've been seeing all season from Victor Hedman, and that is really trying to rush back uh, and break up the rush that, that the other team starts. Uh, I think now that he has a solidified veteran, with him on his line, uh, it's definitely going to be a better situation for this team going forward, especially into the playoffs. Uh, I spoke about also as well how this upcoming offseason, the Lightning are going to need to make some very tough decisions. Uh, the, the problem with all this is that the Lightning are basically with an $81 million uh, cap are projected to, to hit $98 million. And they've been staying below the, the cap because of roster moves on a daily basis just to, to barely keep them under. Um, I think right now at this point, they are really only, I, I would say, $600,000 underneath the cap, which is really cutting it close. Uh, obviously, David Savard's contract has nothing to do with that, as stated before, because uh, Columbus and Detroit are sharing the burden of that contract for the remainder of the season. And really, the Lightning are going to have to to figure something out. 
And what better time to do that than to trade away some guys to get some draft picks uh, in return? Uh, we spoke about before the break that the Lightning don't have a first. They, they don't have a second. Um, and they don't have a fourth. They traded away that first uh, that first this year uh, in the in the David Savard trade that just occurred. The second was from uh, I believe from Montreal. Uh, they got the twenty twenty fourth round draft pick. Um, I mean second round draft pick last season uh, from Montreal, and then the fourth they traded. They also got in the. Uh, David Savard, they traded away for that. So really the lightning, and this is the issue that I raised in the last draft, is that, yes, your your team is in win-now mode, but you still need to start, you can't be trading draft picks willy-nilly around. I, I think, I, I'm not a big fan of trading away first-round draft picks. And I stated at the time, during the Blake Coleman trade, was that I I really thought that if you're gonna trade a, away a first round draft pick, you gotta you gotta win the cup if that's what you're trying if that's what your goal is and you think that's gonna put you over the top. And of course the Lightning did, but really, I, you know the 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 chances of that happening two years in a row is very it, it's it's very slim. I would be. I, I think the Lightning do have the team to win the cup again, but the chances are, I, I there's a lot of things need to happen. Uh, Stamkos needs to be healthy. The team needs to score, and as stated through many game recaps this season, the Lightning have just been kind of playing at times at which they just you would have never thought that they were the defending Stanley Cup champions, but. Going back to shedding some cap space, really what it comes down to is the Lightning really need to do it. They have not left themselves a lot of room, as stated, with the $600,000 uh, underneath the cap. They they need to make some moves, and whether that is in the offseason, moving um, Tyler Johnson, they tried to make that work, still has, you know, obviously nothing came of it. Uh, Alex Kalorn might also be on the chopping block with that. He is not having as big of a season as he had last season. Now, that is could possibly be attributed to the fact that last season, Lightning were pretty much playing without Steven Stamkos for a bulk of that, as well as in the playoffs, and it was Alex Kalorn's time to shine. Uh, now teams have figured him out. And he's he he's had a decent year, but he hasn't been the scorer that the team saw him be last season. Um, other than that, really, those are the two names that the Lightning really need to move. Other than that, I the one guy that they can and they shouldn't is Yanni Gord. Yanni Gord has played incredible this season. He has been one of the top players on this team, and the Lightning would be crazy to trade Yanni Gord just to shed some cap. Yes, he is 29. He's still very he's still relatively young. Um, if the Lightning can move Tyler Johnson and and Alex Kalorn, package them up for a couple of draft picks somewhere. 
I don't know what team would be in the market for Alex Kalorn and Tyler Johnson and and then giving away draft picks. Obviously, those would probably have to be three and fours. Maybe you could sneak a two in there as well. But yeah, uh, I would imagine they're probably going to get prospects for those for those two. Um, and that opens up the door for Mitchell Stevens to play more, who, if you've been listening to this show since last year, uh, big Mitchell Stevens guy here, uh, would love to see him get a lot more playing time. Of course, you know that he is back in the lineup tonight. Uh, so I'm super excited to see him to get some, some ice time on that last line with Colton and Maroon. I, he's playing on the wing tonight. I would really prefer to see Stevens, uh, on, at the center position just because of his ability to win face-offs. And that's the reason why I think that he should be playing more. His ability to win face-offs has been immensely valuable over the last year, and I think that uh, that's something that the Lightning at times has struggled with. So uh, especially with with Steven Stamkos out of the lineup. Uh, So... I would really like to see them kind of make some moves uh, and, and because, like I said, they unfortunately handcuffed themselves with this with this contract situation and with being so close up against the cap, something that they couldn't have planned for or have foreseen. And that was the reason why if they had the space, I would have loved to have seen them kind of maybe make a move for that last forward position kind of you know maybe have a depth forward whether that is coming off the taxi squad or playing on that last line but then again someone has to sit out and you really don't want to see maroon or colton or stevens sit out as well as you know that third line in joseph johnson or Kalorn. uh matthew joseph in last year would have been the guy that really would, would have been a last option but this year he has really stepped up and shown that his speed is super valuable to this team's offensive production. Um, so really, if I had to grade uh, the Lightning's trade deadline moves, I would give it, an, uh, I guess, an A. I, given the, the situation that they're in and the moves that they could have made. I, I mean, like I said before, you're, play, you're, you're not paying David Savard anything, which is which is incredible to think about. Uh, so kudos to uh, G- general manager Julian Brees Boss in, in really uh, finagling around the cap situation and, and really doing a good job there. So we're going to talk about uh, tonight's game as well as the rounding out the schedule and the standings in just a little bit. But first, let's talk about one of today's other sponsors on today's show, and that is betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The NBA and the NHL are still in full swing, so go ahead and throw some money on it while the seasons are still going on. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds, props on almost anything you could imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So go ahead and use promo code Locked On, and you'll get fifty percent a fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Listen, it's still not too late to play some bets on possibly the Lightning winning the division. I don't know how realistic that is. I think that you'd probably have to settle for a second second place finish at this point, but definitely play some money on Vasilevsky and Hedman to win the Norris and the Vezina. 
So go ahead and do that. Once again, go over to Bet Online onto the website, and you could use it. It's available on your cell phone. So if you're on the go, if you're out at the bar and you want to place some money, go ahead and do that. Once again, use promo code Locked On, and you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. All right, so we're back. We're we're rounding out the show here with uh, talking about the remaining schedule as well as the standings. So really, the the standings at this point in the season, uh, the Lightning are tied with Carolina uh, for the number one position for the top spot in the Central Division with 58 points. Florida is in third place with 56, and Nashville is in that last playoff spot with 47, where Chicago was right behind them, two points behind at 45, and then really... Dallas, Columbus, and Detroit are just hanging out for the rest of the season. I would be shocked if Dallas makes a run at the end. I don't think they could sustain a run like that to end the season. But you never know with these teams. You never know how they're gonna gonna uh, you know get into the groove at the end of the season with things. Uh, as for the Presidents Trophy, Lightning, I don't think are in play anymore for that. Toronto and Colorado are really the two top teams. I think. Uh, Tampa is one point behind Toronto for the second best point total in the league. Uh, I I wouldn't be surprised if they do make a run at the end of the season and catch up to Colorado, who has 62 points, but that's not the goal right now. The goal is to just get into the playoffs, get ready for the playoffs, and just to 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 just play well. And, and I think that's what Coach Hooper is looking at. I think that's what this whole team on any post-game presser you would probably, you know, you would probably ask them that question. They said, we're, we're just looking f- to end the season on a high note and get ready for the playoffs. So, of course, the Lightning have the Nashville Predators tonight. Uh, 8 o'clock start. That starts in seven minutes. Uh, you will probably be watching. You'll probably have watched the game already by the time you listen to this. And then they got Florida twice for the rest of the week. Those That's going to be an interesting matchup. I would love to see the Lightning uh win both of those games I think more realistically they're probably going to split those two games and then the Lightning have Carolina back to back Monday Tuesday next week uh, two games with Columbus uh, one meeting with Chicago and then a game with Dallas on the 29th to end things out I I really expect the Lightning to 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 win most of those games probably drop one to Carolina and Florida you know, can't win them all, but definitely they need to win those games against Chicago, Dallas, and Columbus. You really need to beat up on those teams while you get the chance. So um, that's something that the Lightning have not done a very good job of this season. I know it's because of the rigorous schedule. Uh, sometimes, you know, now that the fact that you're playing these teams more often, you are figuring out each other's tendencies a lot better. And, you know, that's something I don't care. The Lightning needs to do a better job with that so um you know most notably the lightning um need to uh win those games they they, they lost that 5-1 game against detroit which was just an embarrassment but uh listen they they got to do a better job with that and like i said um they don't have that tough of a schedule to round out the season they still got uh, the first couple of weeks in, in may uh they are playing um <clears throat> excuse me i have like a cold or something they they are playing Florida twice again, so but still you should still at least you know 
finished the season way above 500 down that stretch. So tonight's uh, projected lineup is uh, Palat, Point, Johnson, Clarence, Relly, Joseph, Goodrow, Gord, Coleman, Maroon, Colton, Stevens. Those are the offensive uh, lines. Uh, you got Hedman and Savard, like I stated before, McDonough and Shen on the second second defensive pairing, and then Sergachev and Foot and Vasilevsky in goal. Ben Thomas and Jamel Smith are scratches. Uh, Chernak will not play tonight. Lower body injury still. Dion uh, Ruda, of course, long-term injured reserve. And Steven Stamkos, undisclosed injury. Um, I, I think the Lightning need to go out there and do exactly what they did in the last game. They need to work along the corners. They really need to really dump the puck into the zone once they get to the blue line. Get it into the corner. Work along there. Cycle the puck around. And as long as they do that and, and get enough shots on net, which, you know, I don't have to worry about that, but they, they did not do a good job to start the game. Last game against the Predators, uh, being outshot 18-5 to in that first period, which is something that you rarely see out of these teams. Uh, out Barely outshooting the Lightning, but listen, uh, you know, like that kind of goes back to the whole thing of the fact that the Lightning are not good starters. They're, they're really not, and, and they need to do a better job of that. They, they Like I've stated on numerous shows prior to this, that they have this annoying tendency to allow teams to think that they could play with them and that they have a chance of winning. Listen, Nashville's a good team. They're probably going to be that last, fourth, uh, that last fourth playoff team, but they're not as good as the Tampa Bay Lightning. And yes, the Lightning did end up winning that game 3-0, but... There was a lot of close calls. There was one goal that was taken back. So, you you know, really at that point, you're looking at a 2-1 game, um, and it's a lot closer than you think. But having said that, the Lightning also need to do a better job of puck handling in the neutral zone. Too many times have they turned over the puck in the, in the neutral zone as well as their own offensive zone and really just giving a jump start to the rushes for, for opposing teams, as well as that previous game against Nashville. And they need to do a better job in the low slot, uh, just decluttering uh, in front of Vasilevsky. Yes, he's the best goalie in the NHL. There's no doubt about it. Probably going to win the Vezina. But still, you got to help out your goaltender. You can't allow nashville players or opposing team players in general just to kind of saunter into the low slot kind of park themselves with without any surveillance around them uh too many times we saw it in those columbus games has players just kind of sat in front of vasileski no lightning player remotely close to them uh we saw it a couple of times in in the previous game so the lightning need to do a better job about that i don't care if you if it results in a fight you still need to kind of just let these guys know hey you can't just park there so hopefully they do a better job of that if they could do that then i see no reason as to why we don't have the same same result as they did last game if i have to have a prediction for this game i'll say three nothing win lightning maybe four one uh just to you know let nashville get on the board just a little bit but i think uh i can see i can see vasileski pitching another shutout tonight uh, and of course, uh, tune in tomorrow's show where I'll have the recap of that game and more. So that's been it for today's episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you. Later.